All right, I guess, uh, spoiler alert, Thanksgiving is like not a yontif, okay? So it's not like we're, we're not going to, that's not going to be the maskana of Thanksgiving. In Shemaim, they never heard of Thanksgiving, so it's not. But nevertheless, you know, the Lubavitch Rebbe was very into uh, celebrating birthdays, right? That by person's birthday, their Hebrew birthday, they should take on something, a cabal to make a thing of a person's birthday. So they asked him, like, you know, and you, uh, there's no such a thing. And, you know, in, in everyone's, it's like a famous thing. Like in Chumash, the only birthday we have is Par's birthday, right? But we don't have such a thing to celebrate birthdays. So the Rebbe, in one of, in, one of uh, in a number of sikhs, he actually talked about this, and he, and he showed it from Yushalmis and even, in, in, you know, in Chazals, that there is such a thing of, like, Minakamokim, that when you go to a certain place, if the culture, the, the Gaisha culture, the Gaisha culture around you has a certain Indian, then it's not, that, it's not obligatory, obviously, for us to take it upon ourselves, but there is an Indian of taking that and sort of uh, realigning it in the Vedas Hashem. So that's what the Lodge Rebbe said, that, you know, in America, everyone celebrates birthdays, so we should do it in the right way, too. Nope. So, it's Thanksgiving, whatever that means. So, uh, let's talk about the Indian of Haidah, the Indian of giving thanks. Now, uh, you know, it, it's obviously something that's very much related to Hanukkah, Lahaydas, Lahalal. So, and it's a very, very important panemistic yisoid uh, that uh, that I think it's it's important to bring out. But the way we're going to go about it is sort of, you know, from sort of a, a roundabout way. So it's like this: we'll go through a sugi and halacha for a little bit first, and then we'll see the panemius of what comes from it. <coughs> so the sugi is as follows: if you take a look at the first maramokim, there's a mishnah misachas brachas. So the Mishnah says like this, Haroya Mokim, it's, um, it's in Parakaroya, the last Parakabrachas. Haroya Mokim Shinasa by Nisim Yisrael. Mishnah says if a person is traveling and you happen to chance upon a place, a place where Nisim happened to call Yisrael. The Mishnah goes, gives examples uh, by that spot, by where Kriyas Yamsev happened, or by the Yardain, or at different locations where Nisim happened. So I remember there's a special bracha to make, Baruch Sha'asa Nisim Laviseinu, B'mokim, b'mokim Hazeh. Right? That's the uh, that's the bracha that a person should make, right? To thank the Rabbanishlam, Baruch Hashem, that you made an ace for our ancestors in this spot. Now the Gemara goes on to say that this is not only true when you see a makim that an ace happened for all of Kalah Yisrael. This is also true if you go and see a makim that an ace happened for you. That's a different. Uh, yeah, it's not, yeah, sorry. So it's uh, if the Gemara says also if you personally had an ace happen to you and you see the spot that the ace happened to, you also make a, a bracha. Baruch Shasalin ace b'makim hazeh. Okay, so that's the halacha. Obviously, that we'll see soon that, that uh, when a nace happens to you personally, then you're the one that has to make a bracha when you see it, no one else. Obviously. We'll see soon, maybe we'll get into this a little bit, is the Paiskim do explain, the Rishanmer as well, is that that applies not just to you, but to your children, your grandchildren as well. In other words, because if you were saved, that, uh, that means that your, you know, your grandkids also you know, partake in that because now they're alive because of it assuming that they were born after, you know, after the nace happened. So all your descendants also make that bracha. But that's the idea, that you go to see a bracha, that you see the spot that the nace happened, you make a bracha. So it's like this. In, in, it, there seems to be very clearly in the Rishonim two different ways of thinking about this bracha. And we'll see some nafkaminas soon, and you'll see where, why I'm talking about this. The thing is like this. If you pull back for a second, there's two categories of brachas that we have. Put this aside for a second. We'll see which category this bracha falls into. There's two categories of brachas that we have. We have something that's called brachas agayim, right? What's brachas agayim? So brachas agayim, we know, is that if a person goes through some dangerous situation and makes their way out, the Gemara's examples, person's sick, a person travels through the desert, through the ocean, and so on, is in prison, it comes out. So there's a halacha of brachas agayim. You have to make a bracha of brachas agayim. What is the aside of brachas agayim? Well, that's obvious. Brachas agayim is to say thank you. Something happened to you that was dangerous and you were safe from it. 
Baruch HaTo Hashem, HaGoymer L'chayavim Taivis, that Hashem, you've done kindness for those that are guilty, you've done many kindnesses for me. HaGoymer L'chayavim Taivis, Shev Gulani Kol Taif. That's the, it's Baruch HaGoymer L'chayavim Taivis. That's one category of bracha. That's one type of bracha. It's a response. It's a thank you to a particular situation that happened. But then there's another category of brachas, which are brachas that you say when you see certain things. In other words, um, you, you see the ocean. So you say, Aysa Maysa Breshis. You hear thunder. You see lightning. Aysa Maysa Breshis. These are brachas that you're not saying as a thank you. I'm not thanking Hashem for the ocean. I'm not thanking Hashem for lightning and thunder. That's not the, the concept. The concept is, is that when you see a situation that brings out a certain uh, emotional response, see the ocean, the bigness of the ocean, the vastness, and lightning and thunder, and that evokes a certain sense of hispilus. So Chazal were mistaken that you take that emotion, you take that hispilus, and you channel it, and you say, or or if you see the Gemara says, if you see an elephant or a monkey or something like that, Mashan Habrias. It's a certain, there's a certain emotional response from seeing these things. And so you make a bracha for that. So you have a bracha of Hagaimel, which is a, a saying thank you, Pashat. And then you have Aysamaisabrashis, which are when you see some things and it evokes an emotional response. So you make a bracha accordingly. The question is, what exactly is this bracha about? So I had an ace happen to me 10 years ago. And I happened to go to that spot again. I have to make bracha to Hashem, what's the side of that? Is that the obligation like Hagaymel? That every time I see this spot, I have to say thank you once again? Is that it? It's a more of a Hagaymel type of idea? Or no, 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 it has nothing to do with saying thank you. This spot, for me, creates, evokes a, an emotional response. Just like when you see the ocean, everyone has an emotional response to it. So for me, this spot creates an emotional response. And when I'm saying, it's like, it's like, What's the nafkamina? What's the nafkamina? So there's a number of nafkaminas, and you'll see in the Rishon. There's a number of nafkaminas. So it's like this. If you take a look at the second Marmokim, there's an Avudraham. Avudraham is one of the, uh, one of the Rishonim. He wrote a sitter, wrote a pirish on the sitter. So he writes the following thing. <clears throat> the question he has is like this. The case of the Gemara is when you're like, you know, it's been years, it's been months, who knows how long, and you happen to go back to that spot. But conceptually, let's say the nays just happened to you. So if the nace immediately happens to you, what's the bracha that you should make? So it says the Vudram like this. Kosov Rav Rabbeinu Gershom Bar Shlomo, he quotes from uh, an early Rishon Rabbeinu Gershom. Kishimavarech al nace, when a person makes the bracha, if let's say you made this bracha of Shasli nace, Bamakam and so on, Einimavarech Hagaymo. That takes care of Hagaymo. So that's the Kiddush of, 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 um, of Rabbeinu Gershom, is that what? Is that even, even if the Gemara's example is when you return to the spot, but even at the moment of this, you know, I'm here. Right? The nace just happened to me. That's also, I, I also have the opportunity to make that bracha. And said Rabbeinu Gershon, the Vodram is quoting, is that if I made that bracha immediately, then I, I just potted myself from Haggadim. That's Rabbeinu Gershon. So that's part of what, what the Achrayin and the Gra and Shulchan Aruch talks about this, is that there could be differences. In other words, it could be the, the Shasli nace, Makamazeh, that's when it's Mamash and nace, where Hagaymel can be including other Nisim as well. But in the situation where you have the opportunity to say, says Rabbeinu Gershon, you potted yourself from Gaim. Okay? Now, that's Rabbeinu Gershon Shita. Take a look at Maramaka number three. Other Rishonim disagree. The Shalas and Shuvas Rivash. So he writes, 
Chazal established this bracha when you pass that spot of Sha'asalines Makamazah. But however, if you made that bracha, you do not pot yourself from Hagaimel. You still have to make Hagaimel. So you have Machalagus Rishayim. So again, the situation is a nest just happened to me. Amazing. So do I have to go now on Monday or Thursday on Shabbos, make Hagaimel or not? Machalagus. Rabbi Nogershim says, you took care of it. You don't have to make a gaim. The Rivash says, what are you talking about? What does that have to do with a gaim? You have to make a gaim. What's, what's machlekes? So, this is the machlekes. What is this bracha about? Is it saying thank you to the Rabbani Shlomo? If it's saying thank you, then that's the same basic concept as a gaim. So, yeah. So, if I, if I said, says Rabbani Gersh, I'm fine. Then I took care of a gaim. I don't have to make myself crazy to say it again. I, I said it. I said thank you. But according to Rivash, what's the concept of Shalslinis Makamazah? It's not saying thank you. Shalslinis Makamazah is a visceral response to that situation. It's not about saying thank you. So if I said that bracha, it's very beautiful, it's very nice, but I did not say thank you yet. I still have to go and make bracha sagan. So that seems to be the machlakis Rishonim. There's another, yeah? So it's interesting. We, we think that Hagaimo, practically speaking, the way we do Hagaimo is that you wait for a minion and so on. Meikr Hadin, technically speaking, you can make Hagaimo. Why don't we do, why, why, is, why is it just a nace? Why don't we just have Gomo on the spot? Theoretically, theoretically, he could have. The minig is to wait for a minion and, 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 you know, with the rabbim and so on. But technically speaking, that could have been. This case, that's the situation they're talking about, but instead of him saying Hagaimo immediately, he said Shasli So the question is, did Shasli take care of Hagaimo? So that, that's, that's the point. I mean, what is Shosliness? Is it a Hagaymol Dikebracha, in which case it should take care of Hagaymol if you said it immediately? Or it's a Isamaisabracious type of Bracha, in which case you still have to say Hagaymol. Another Nafkimina is like this. When a person says Hagaymol, how many times do you have to say Hagaymol? Only once, right? Let's say a person, Chalantan, uh, was sick and they get better. So they, they go, they say Hagaymol. So every yard side of that, of the refua, they have to make bench Hagaimel again. No, do it once and you're good to go. When you say Isamaisabracious, if I let's say I went to the ocean uh, once in my life and I said Isamaisabracious and I revisit the ocean the next year, do I say it again? Yeah. So you see a difference already. Birchas Hagaimel, the obligation is to say thank you once. When it comes to Isamaisabracious type of brachas, Kaychik Vrasamalagaylam, Mishana Brias, Every, as long as there's a gap of 30 days, as we'll see in a second, as long as I, you know, if there's 30 days in between to create that emotional response once again, then I make the bracha again. So the question is, what about this bracha? What about this bracha? So take a look at Maramaka number four. It's Taisus and Brachas. Taisus and Brachas talks about this question of what if I revisit this spot a number of times? Do I have to keep on making the bracha again? So Taisa says like this, Venir la Rabbeinu, it seems to Rabbeinu, whoever the Rebbe of Taisus was, that the halacha of this bracha of Sha'asli Nesim Makam Hazah, or Sha'asa Nisim Lavisainu Makam Hazah, that you have, you, you're obligated to remake that bracha if you re saw the spot, as long as there is a gap of 30 days in between. Right? Dumia de Roya Yam just like if you see the ocean. Same thing. I see the ocean once. Ooh, wow, amazing. If I see it again after 30 days, wow, amazing. You make the, you make the bracha again. The Yerushalmi explains this idea. The prokim, that when you see the ocean with a gap in between, 30 days in between, then you remake the bracha. 
And says Tysus, the same thing for Shasli Ismaqameza. You have to redo it. That's Tysus. Maramaka number five, the Rajva, also in the Gemara Brachas, disagrees. The Rajva says as follows. He says, no, no, Shasli Nes Makameza, Dafka Pamri The only time you have to make that bracha of Shasli Nes Makameza is what? Is the first time you return to that spot. However, beyond that, 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 you know, that first time, beyond that, Rishos, you don't have to make the bracha. If you want to, you can. But you certainly don't have to. Ken Kasev That's the Rivid's opinion. So you have Machlokes Rishayim. So if I revisit that spot after uh, a year, after a month, and so on, do I have to keep, do I have to keep on remaking the bracha? Says Taisus, yeah, of course. Why is it any different than seeing the ocean after three days? You have to make the bracha ice and ice again. Same thing over here. The Ravid says, what are you talking about? You said it once, you're good to go, finished. If you want to say it again, you can, but you soon don't have to. What's Machlaikas? It's also this idea, it's the same Machlaikas. What is this bracha? Is this bracha Isamaisabracious? Is this bracha, this, this place creates, a, it evokes an emotional response, and I have to do something with that? And that's why I'm saying, well, in that case, then that's like seeing the ocean. It's like seeing a monkey. It's like uh, hearing thunder. If there's a gap in between, I have to keep on making the bracha again because it, it creates that emotional response. That's Taisus. However, if you hold that what, that the concept of this bracha is hagaymol, saying thank you, then the Ravid is 100% right. Uh, in Hilchas Berchas Hagaymol, you say thank you once and, and you don't have to do it anymore. So that's, that's the, another machalikas about this. If you take a look at Maramaka number six, there's a Me'iri. That sort of explains this point clearly. The Me'iri, he's, he's explaining the opinion of the Ravid that you only have to make once and then you're good to go. You don't have to keep on doing it even if you revisit the spot. Umevi says the Me'iri that the Ravid proves his point. He says because if, 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 you're, if you don't say like that, if you're telling me that, you have, that whenever you revisit it you have to remake the bracha, that doesn't make sense because Hagaymo, which is a classic bracha of saying thank you, we don't find such an idea that you have to remake the bracha every yard site of the event and so on. You make the bracha once and you're good to go. So why by seeing the spot should I have to make it again a million times? Right? That's what he says. So again, this is the idea. So we have this clearly, it's machlokis rishainim, right? What the concept of this bracha is. Is it an isomaisib racious type of bracha? This spot, this place evokes an emotional response and I have to channel that? Or, no, 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 it's an opportunity to, to say thank you. That's the concept. Well, that's concept. the place that Makhach Asanis and Yisrael, that everyone's supposed to make a bracha on, right? Right. According to the Ravid, who holds that you only really make it the first time, why would, why would, you, why would anyone make a bracha there? So over there, it would probably be the same thing. In other words, you, you, could, you could probably have the same chakira. <laughs> on the one hand, it could, uh, that, this place, let's say Kriyas Yamsuf, you know, uh, it's, it, it creates a certain hispilos, isomaisabracious type, or I am part of Kal Yisrael. And as a member of Klai Yisrael, I also, this nace happened to me as much as it happens to my ancestors. I'm part of Klai Yisrael. So as part of Klai Yisrael, I'm obligated to say thank you as well. Just once, according to the Ravid. Right. That would be, be the case. That would be the case. So it's like this. In, now, now that we have this machlekes, okay, so let me show you a Gemara Brachis revolving on this halacha that would seem to be a raya to one side. Then we'll, we'll take it from there. If you take a look at Maramaka number seven, the Gemara in Brachis and Daftan Dalit, Talking about this halacha, says the following story. The Gemara says like this: Mar de Ravina, Mar, braid, Mar the son of Ravina, have a kaozel bepiska da aravis. He was walking in a, the place of aravis, a certain uh, certain location, v'tzachlamaya, and he was thirsty for water. He was uh, in, his life was in danger of, of dying of thirst. 
Nisa, a miracle happened. Ivrele ain't a And a spring of water just miraculously popped out of nowhere. It's a miracle. Vishdin was able to drink. The Suzim Nechada, that was one nace that happened to him. Another situation was Havakasal Baristika de Mechaiza. He was walking in the Shuk of Mechaiza, another location. The Nafale Gamla Pritza. And this wild camel, like out of nowhere, started to uh, run, like charge towards him to attack him. Ispakale Ashita, and then all of a sudden, miraculously, he was standing next to a building. The wall of the building caved in, giving him a place to escape. Okay? Ol Gavo, he ran into the building, and uh, he was saved from this uh, wild camel that was, that was on a rampage. Those are the two mice and two nisim that happened to Marbre de Ravina. So the Gemara says, Kimotel Arvas, that when Marbre de Ravina would, when he returned to that first spot with the place of the water, where the miracle of the water happened, Kimotel Arvas, so then he, he, he had to make a bracha. So Baruch, he made the following bracha. Baruch Sha'asli Nes Ba'aravas, Ubegamal. Hashem, thank you, bracha to Hashem, that you performed a miracle for me in this spot with the water. And Agav, you also made a miracle for me with the camel in the other location. And And when he went to the other location, when he returned to that spot, I guess, you know, at some point. So Baruch, he made the bracha. Baruch Baruch Hashem, that you performed a miracle for me here regarding the camel, right, that I was saved from there. And also, you saved me in the other location with the water. In other words, the Gemara is telling us that Marbre de Ravina, when multiple miracles happened to him, so and when he returned to each location, he made a bracha for the miracle that happened there, but he also threw in the other locations as well. Now this is what the Gemara says Marbre de Ravina did. The Rosh and many Rishayim bring this halach lamaisa that you see from this, that's the halacha, that when, you're, when, you, when you return to the spot that a miracle happened to you, if other miracles happened in other locations, you throw it all in. You throw it all in. So, l'cha'ira, let's think about this for a second. If the bracha of sh'os l'ines is an isa ma'isa bracious type of idea, then this doesn't make any sense. If I hear thunder, and I say, k'echa gras do I all of a sudden throw in, oh, and also isa ma'isa bracious, and also mashan habrius, you know, uh, thunder is amazing, uh, so is the ocean, so are monkeys, you know, uh, you don't start doing that. In Isa Maisa Gracious, you respond to what's in front of you. What's in front of me is that's what I say. What's in front of me is Mashan Abrius, that's what I say. What's in front of me is Isa Maisa Gracious, that's what I say. There's no idea of all of a sudden mixing and matching different things. However, when it comes to Hagaymel, so it's interesting, what's the Nusach of Hagaymel? So the guy was in a car accident, right? And the guy was, he came out fine, or he was sick and he got better, whatever the situation is. What's the bracha? That Hashem, you've caused the guilty person, me, I'm guilty, many kindnesses. That you've done all taiv to me. Why are we being so broad? Like, the bracha of Hagaymel is what? It's thanking Hashem, not just for the specific Rafua or Yeshua that just happened. We're using that as an opportunity, we, and once we're, once we're thanking Hashem for that, we throw everything in the mix. Hagaymel chayavim toivais. So when you compare these two brachas, Isamaisabracious is always specific to the to the makam that you're in. Isamaisabracious. We don't start mixing other things. When it comes to Birchas Agaimel, Chayavim Taiva is many things. So this case, what's the Gemara saying? Sha'asalines Makamazen says the Gemara, and when you go to that spot, when you return to that spot, if there's multiple nisim that happened to you, throw it all in. So Khaira, from here you see, Araya. To, to the Ravid and to that camp of Rishayim, that what? That the concept of Sha'asli Nes is what? Is a Hagaymal type of bracha. 
And just like by Hagoyma, when it comes to saying thank you, we, we understand that you say thank you to, the, to the, something that just happened, but you also throw in other things as well. So it's the same thing over here. Hashem, you did a, thank you for performing a miracle for me from the water thing, and also the camel. The camel, also the water. But if it's a if it's nice and nice gracious type of bracha, then what are you mixing and matching other things? We don't find such an idea by that type of by that category. So l'chayra, this is a raya to one to one side to one camp of the rishon. Yeah. So, so what would the other side respond? What's the response to the other side? So if you take a look at the final marmuk and the magen avram, and here we're going to tie it all together. The Magan Avram, right, I mentioned, I mentioned in the beginning, and just in passing really, that this idea that when you see that spot that Anais happened to you, you have to make a bracha, that's what, we've been, you know, that's what we saw already. So the Rishayim and the Achrin point out that that's not just you, but even your children, your grandchildren, they also have to make the bracha, It's the same thing. So says the Magan Avram, the following idea. The Magen of Ram in Shulchan Aruch is going on the, the halacha that we just mentioned, that if multiple nisim happen to you and you go to that spot, then you have to throw it all in, in the package. You throw it all in. Hashem, uh, you did a miracle for me here and there and there and there. Says the Magen of Ram, that's only true for you yourself. But your descendants, right, your children, your grandchildren, when they return to one of those locations, right, ain't tzrichem l'hazke shahar they do not have to mention all the other locations as well. Can I, uh, meaning, in other words, let's say Mar Bray That was the case in the Gemara. So he himself, all these Nisim happened to him. He visits one spot, he has to mention all the others too. Let's say his children revisit the spot of the camel. They only have to mention the camel. They don't have to mention the other things. What exactly is the difference? Like, why? What are we, what's the difference? So here's the idea. The idea is as follows. Is that the other Rishonim will hold... That this bracha of Shasli Nes it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. The primary point of this bracha is an ice and mice bracious. That's the primary point of it. And that's why, since that's the primary focus, so you have to redo it every 30 days, right? You have to redo it every 30 days. It's also, it does not potter you from Hagaimel. If you said that, you still have to make Hagaimel. And that's also why the person's children and grandchildren. Don't mix and match, and don't you know? They don't have to all of a sudden make a bracha about all the other locations as well. But that's the primary focus of Shasliness Makamaza. Within that primary, there's a secondary aspect of the bracha. The secondary aspect of the bracha is that there's also, once you're making the bracha anyway, there is an element of saying thank you as well. And that element of saying thank you, it's not the primary point of the bracha, but it's a secondary point. And that's true for the person himself. So the person himself that the nace happened to, primarily the bracha is about shasling, uh, like a nice and nice abracious type of thing. But if the nace happened to, to you as well, then as a secondary component of it, it's also a way of saying thank you as well. It's not the primary, but it's the secondary. And therefore for you yourself, then you throw in the other locations as well. So this is what, this is what, it, what, it, what, it, what it sort of looks like at the end. You have one camp of Rishonim that say this bracha is Hagaimel. That's what it is. It's a, it's a thank you type of bracha. That's the concept of this bracha. And that's one camp. And because of that, those Rishonim will say, it's only obligatory the first time. You don't have to keep on saying it again. Just like a Gaimel, you don't have to keep on benching Gaimel every yard site. And it also will pot you from Hagaimel. If you said, uh, you don't have to make Hagaimel uh, after that, once you said it. <clears throat> 
And though also that, that'll be the reason why whenever the bracha is said, you always throw in the other locations as well. The other camp of Rishonim will disagree and they'll say, no, 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 no. The primary point of the bracha is what? Is an ice and ice That's the primary point of it. It's this place evokes an emotional response to me. It evokes an emotional response to my children, to my grandchildren. So ice and ice of you respond to that emotional, res- that, 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 the hispilus with that's the primary point. And because of that, every 30 days you redo it, and it doesn't take care of Hagaimo, and you don't have to mix and match other locations as well. But there is a secondary element of this bracha, which there is a shtickle haidah to it. There's a shtickle thanks. And because of that element of haidah, at least to the person himself, once, you know, he'll be, he'll be uh, it's recommended for him to throw in other locations as well as, as, as part of that. But that's the, that's the aside. That's the aside. Okay. What do we see from all of this? Now let's move into, into Avadis Hashem Primis for just a few minutes. From all of this, it, it becomes clear that when it comes to Haidah, there's something unique. There's something unique to, about giving thanks, about giving thanks, which is, is that although a person is giving thanks about a particular thing, part of the Chiv of Haidah, part of the quality of Haidah is to mention is to give th- is to give thanks for multiple things at the same time right that's 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 what we're saying is that that even though the person uh, just crossed through the desert whatever it is right but once he's thanking Hashem for crossing through the desert then he's obligated to mention all the other opportunities in his life also or in this case uh, you know thank you for saving me from the from the camel and also from the water from the water also from the camel so there's something about Haidah which is unique as opposed to any other bracha. When you, when you make other brachas, it's focused on what's in front of you. Bari mena mezaynas. That's what's in front of you. You don't say bari mezaynas and agav, uh, you know, uh, also bar priyadam and bar priyates. It's not like that. It's focused on that. When haidah, there's some element of haidah which doesn't allow you to just see what's in front of you. It forces you, it compels you to see the bigger picture of your life. That's what haidah is about. <clears throat> now, why is that exactly? Why is it? Why, why, why did Chazal, why were they misakin that? Why is it not enough just to say thank you for the thing that's in front of me? Why do I need to say thank you about this and expand that to like, think more globally about my life and to see and to say thanks for everything at the same time? <clears throat> okay, so it's like this. In, in, um, in Lashon Kaidish, the word for, for, for thank you is haidah, haid. Right, haid. The midah of haid. It's one of the midahs that the Rabbani Shalom uses to run the world. We know that there is a concept... The Ramban already writes this in Chumash that, that let's put it this way. It says in Pasuk in, in, in Megillus Eicha, let's go from this angle. It says in Eicha, describing Golas. It says in, it says in Pasuk, Kol Hayayim Daveh, that my whole day, all day long, Daveh is mamish miserable. That's what Golas is described. It's a day of misery. Kol Hayayim Daveh. The Zohar says that there's a, that, that, Throughout the world, the Rodeshon created the world for 6,000 years, right? And Chazal understood that, that the 6,000 years correspond to the six Midos that the Rodeshon uses to run the world. Chesed, Gevur, Teferes, Netzachayt, Yisait. Right? And then by the seventh, you get the Malchus, that's Mashiach, and so on. Chazal, in the Zara Kaddish, the Ramban writes this as well. The Ramban says is that the Tukuf of Golas, the primary years of Golas, correspond to that, to that Mida that's called Haid, that's called Haid, and because it's skullless, the mid of Haid has been damaged. That's what the Nukubalans say. The mid of Haid has been damaged. And the word Haid, hey, Vav Dalid, 
has been has been switched around to be Dalid Vavhei, Dovah, misery. The Pasuk also says, Haidi Napach that my hide has been switched over to be destruction. The thousand years, by the way, Midah of Hide is the fifth Midah, right? So the thousand years of the Midah of Hide, that, that's considered to be the, the, the depth of Gullus, like Mamish, the darkest, that's the thousand years of real dark Gullus. That, that took place. That was the end of the second base on Megdash. That was when the, that, thousand, that fifth millennia, that thousand years began. And it goes all the way to around the, uh, the, uh, the 1300s or so. That was like the dark, that was like Mamish, the Aymek of Gullus. Beyond that, we're still in Gullus, obviously. But now already, there's, uh, it's, we're, we're getting closer to Mashiach, or you could call it Ikvizit to Mashiach already. But that thousand years is Mamish, the Aymek of Gullus. So let's understand, what is Gullus then? The nature of Gullus, the nature of Gullus is when a person is forced to see only a small piece of one's life. See, what's the, what's the, what's the difference between, you know, what, what generates a certain sense of simcha and menucha, right? Yomaisa Mashiach is described as a tekufa of ishtach as gafna, ishtach as everyone's sitting peacefully and calmly. Whereas opposed to Golis is, is described as a takufa of stress and difficulty and tsaris, agmas nefesh. What's the difference between the two? The difference is, is that how zoomed in are you in life and how zoomed out are you in life? The nature of Golis is, is that all we can see is pratim, all we can see are pieces. That's death, if you think about it, right? The difference between being alive and being dead, right, is that the neshama, when a person's alive, it holds together all the billions and trillions of pieces of your body, right? When a person passes away, then all those pieces sort of have their own place and everything falls apart. Everything moves from a klal, from a big picture that everything is together, from unity, into separation. The nature of Gullus is, is that the, 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 the nature of Gullus is that the Jewish Nisham is only able to see pratim, it's only able to see pieces. And when a person only, only sees pieces in life, then everything is difficult, everything is miserable, there's a lot of doubt and uncertainty, I don't know what was before, I don't know what's after, everything's all over the place. The nature of Gula, however, is what? Is the Rabbani Shalom takes off the blinders and finally we're able to see the forest instead of just seeing the trees. And that creates our Chavaz Adas, a, a sense of unity, a sense of peace, a sense of comfort, a sense of being. Where am I? Where am I? People are, there's a natural tendency within the human being to be stressed out when you get low, but you don't know where you are. Guy's driving, right? You get lost. I mean, nowadays it's not so common because you have like ways and stuff, but back in the day, Pasha got lost. So what are you so nervous about? You are, you're, you're right here. Yeah, but, but where am I in the bigger picture? Like, where am I? Not knowing where you are in the bigger picture creates lachats. It creates lachats. So the whole yisait of Golas is only seeing forest. Oh, only, I'm sorry, only seeing trees, only seeing pieces. <clears throat> Amuna is, 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 is threatened by that. Amuna harchavaz adas, avodas Hashem demands a certain bigger picture of things. The nature of Gauls is to be stuck in small little places, into small little pleats, that lachatz. And therefore, if our avayda is to be misaking that midah of hoid, because again, remember, the midah of hoid has been, that's the midah in, in the oil mesalayonim, which, which has been damaged during Gauls. The, defin- the midah of hoid is the midah that sort of defines what Gauls is when it's falling apart. So the tikkun to that is what? Is Hoyd means to say thanks. Therefore, what, what is the, what's the biggest tikkun we can do to fix the problem of Gullus is what? 
is to pull back, is to be able to give ourselves the vision to be able to see things from a bigger perspective, from a bigger place, not just to see the small pieces. Therefore, the, therefore, when, the, therefore Chazal instituted that whenever there's a, 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 an obligation to say thank you, which is the meat of Hyde, instead of allowing it to become damaged, like in Golas, where all I see is what's in front of me, Adarabba uses this as an opportunity to expand your horizons and to see the whole, the, the whole picture of your life. So the whole Indian, the whole Avaida of Hagaimo, or the whole Avaida of Shaslines, Makam according to those Rishayin and whatever, is what? Is to use this as an opportunity to be misakin the Midah of Hyde. The Midah of Hyde has been damaged in Gaulus, meaning that, that, that we only, that the, the, the Matzav of Gaulus is that, we're, that we naturally only see what's in front of us. And it's very hard to pull back and see the big picture. But the whole avoid of Birchas HaGaimah, the avoid of Shasliné, so the avoid of Haidah, saying thanks, of Maidim is what? Is, no, no, no. Is Adarab, focus your attention, use the moment that's in front of you and the particular thing that you're thanking Hashem for as a, as a springboard to expand your horizons to see the whole, the whole picture of your life. That's the whole, Agam El Chayovim the whole thing in my life. That's what we say in Maidim. Al Kol Nisecha, Shabacholes. There's a certain expansiveness in Haidah, and that's exactly the point. Because if a person only says thanks for what's in front of them, for that, that moment, and not more of a call you stick away, then there's a lost opportunity. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Kavaldika thing, but it's a lost opportunity in terms of trying to repair that Midah of Haidah, which is what Golis is. Golis is the breaking down of that Midah of Haidah, the, the splendor of Hashem, the glory of Hashem. It's been damaged in Golis. And the way it's been damaged is by us being so so thrown into that place of Pratim. And so the tikkun of that is to try to pull ourselves back out of it and to see the cloud. And so that's the, that's the Avaidah of Haidah. The Avaidah of Haidah is, is to try to have that, that global, that, global that, that bigger, bigger vision. And the more a person has that, the more Menucha, the more Yishuvadas, the more Simcha Sechayim, the more Gula you're bringing into your own life. No, we should be Zaycha, that uh, with Thanksgiving, you know, and we should uh, give Haidah in the right way. And we should be zakat to get out of Gaul from Isaac and Hyde and uh we should be a skull tzedek. Yeah.